Welcome to Denny Toratories the World, my way. If you're a foodie, this is the show for you. What's up, Denny Tornator Eats the World listeners from all around the world? Next time you come to Orlando, you're going to have to stop and see what this show is all about. Tornator's Restaurant and Italian Market at 3818 Edgewater Drive, Orlando. We have one of the top chefs in Orlando. We are made from scratch food, some of the best around. Give us a call, 407-292-2248 to make your reservations. And if you're interested in advertising on this show, give Denny a call at 407-937-8583. We'll get you on here. Welcome back, my foodie friends. It is episode 21, and I'm going to start this baby off embarrassing myself again. But. I will say this is the last time you will hear me embarrass myself like this. And I know once I say what I'm going to say, you guys are all going to say, yeah, okay, you'll be back together in no time. No, this is it. So (laughs) for the last time, Maria and I have broken up, and I am not going back this time, guys. And the sick part about it is, is when I started this show, after we finished our show, I started this show. And if you go back to episode one and take this journey with me like you have, You're going to see me go and relapse at about episode nine or 10. I started this whole podcast off with saying, hey, this is it. I'm a new man. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I was rolling. And then I let her creep back into my life. And, you know, you you try to make things work because you love someone. But if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. So you see it in this friggin' podcast. I went, boom. I was on a roll. I was doing such great things business-wise, health-wise. And then I go... About episode nine or ten, back she's back on the show, and we're trying to work it out, and we break up a couple times in between there, but this time, I, this is it. And I, I know, ha ha ha, they broke up again, but no, for real, you get to a point where you just don't. It's enough's enough. Straw that broke the camel's back, however you want to call it. I'm not gonna talk about it anymore because I'm moving forward. I was sad for a couple days, and then I said, you know what? No, let's effing go. So. The Washington Redskins have been officially sold. We have a new owner, Josh Harris, and I love what this guy is doing already. Immediately, once he bought the team, we started selling tickets like crazy, which is the revenue we needed to make great things happen. But this guy bought a beer for everybody. (laughs) I love it. This guy is awesome. He goes and buys a beer for everyone. So great things coming in the future. Football season's coming. Big fantasy draft coming up. Oh, I can't wait. But... What else has been going on? It's been a few weeks since I recorded. I (laughs) did something awesome, and, man, it went from pleasure to pain so fast. So great friends of mine that were on a previous episode, the Dangies, I call them, Dan and Angie, they have a podcast called It's All Fine and Dangy, and it's an Apopka-based podcast, and it really is great. They do so much for the community. I've been on their show. They came on this one and reviewed, I think it was episode two, Well, the point is they're getting ready to move and they do every year on National Chicken Wing Day, which is coming up, I believe, on the 27th of July, maybe the 29th. I'm not sure. I don't fact check, but I'll keep going. So they invite me and they invite Carlos and Trish from another podcast as the road as the rotor turns. Awesome podcast. Check that one out as well. Carlos is a great guy, man. I, I want to be better friends with him. It's just, just cool people. Me, he actually gave me great advice that day. So I'm looking forward to hanging with them more. And another buddy of theirs. So point is, they had us all over, and we're going to do this hot sauce challenge for Chicken Wing Day. 
Now, Dan and Angie are super local. They What they do is they found all these local hot sauces. So when I walked into their house, I'm, I'm pretty good with spicy. I've, I've trained myself the last few years to get better and better with it. But it was intimidating. I'll post a picture of the hot sauces sitting there, and I said, man, some of them look really freaking hot. Like, they just looking at them. I don't know. So we start drinking some beers. We start recording, and we and Angie made a million chicken wings. And what we're going to do is we're going to put a couple dabs of the hot sauce on the plate, put touch the wing in it, and eat it. Now, there was, I believe, five, maybe six sauces. The episode of their podcast is going to be coming out soon on National Chicken Wing Day. I can't wait to see it because I want to relive the torture. Now, long story short, all of the sauces were not that hot. And I was like getting a little too brave because I was like, oh, this one, great flavors. Don't get me wrong. You have to listen to the episode. I don't want to spoil it. But spoiler alert, the last little bottle of sauce was so effing hot that it wasn't an actual, it was almost a weapon. You know, it was, I, I don't even look at it as, you can't eat it. Now, I cried and I burned. I mean, it was just, I, I'm sitting there with tears pouring out of my eyes and they're trying to ask me questions. And I'm like, guys, I, I might have to go to like the fucking hospital or something. I don't know what's happening. So it's, it hit me so hard. I said, oh my God, I need to drink this beer. And when I drank the beer, it made it worse. It like spread the hot sauce through my mouth and throat. And they're like, you got to drink milk. No, it didn't matter what you did. But I survived and it was awesome. Uh, what else is going on? I've been doing some killer classes. I just finished up another charcuterie class. These, my charcuterie classes are literally become legendary. I've got a sold out one coming August 5th. I can't wait to do. I like doing the big classes. So we got a big one coming August 5th. And then uh, I've got this dinner coming up that I cannot wait to do. And so a little backstory. My friend Francesco owns Francesco's in Maitland, okay? And I'm actually going to review it in a minute. And I don't know. Normally, I'm pretty hard on Italian restaurants, but he knows what he's doing over there. And it's funny because we came up the same way. We're both Sicilian, okay? But I'm Sicilian from New York. He's Sicilian from Sicily, okay? Now, he is. he was with the Terramia group. I was with the Positano group around the 2000s, you know, we we – we both were working over there, and we both were. To, I'm not. I'm not ashamed to say it. Him and I were both the star of the show at those places. Okay, so they were right up the road from each other, so we were kind of competition, but it was a friendly thing, you know. And then I go off to open my Cafe Pasatano, which we ended up turning to Tornators. A couple of years later, he opens Francesco's, and we're, again, we're not far up the road from each other. And people think, oh, they should be competition. They're comparing our restaurants all the time, but at the end of the day. A lot of restaurants, since, since since him and I have opened, a lot of restaurants have come and a lot of restaurants have gone. But Tornatores is there, Francesco's is there, and there's a reason. Not because, oh, it's a competition. No, because we're both freaking good, because we both know what we're doing, and we're not afraid to work, because you're not going to make it in this business unless you work. So, friend, I just talked to him today about it. Him and I, we bust our asses, you know, and, and that's how you're going to do it. Now, August 27th is a Sunday, and him and I are doing a collaboration dinner. He's an amazing chef, first off. And he's got a beautiful restaurant, okay? You'll be able to see the photos of my lunch today um, on this review. Go to our Facebook page, and uh, and I'll post the photos. But absolutely beautiful restaurant. If you haven't been, you got to go. 
Now, his place is bigger than mine, so we're going to do it there. We're going to do six courses, okay? We're going to have opera singers. We got some other surprises. We are doing, I'll read you the menu real quick. This is, and there's still, by the time this airs, it'll probably be sold out. So do not be mad at me if you hear this episode and then you call to get a reservation and I tell you it's sold out, okay? Because I just posted that the tickets are going for sale and the phone will not stop. But, of course, number one, you know, I'm a psalm. I'm going to pair this thing up and he's going to cook it up and uh, we're going we're gonna to team up. Tornitores and Francesco's on this dinner. So I'd like to fuse these things together. Just like I won that Fusion Fest cooking contest, Fusion Italian and Mexican. I want this dinner to be a big representation of Tornitores and Francesco's and two hardworking guys that want to, you know, we want to share customers. A lot of my customers have never been to Francesco's. A lot of his customers have never been to Tornitores. It's a good way for us all to mingle. So course number one, we're going to pour some Prosecco to start the night. And he's going to kick this dinner off with one of his specialties. Nobody makes grilled octopus like Francesco. This guy's got it dialed in, and it's fantastic. He's been doing it for years, and there's a reason that people love this dish because it's freaking fantastic. So we're going to kick it right off with a little Prosecco and the octopus dish. Course number two, we're going to pour some of the Tornator Etna Bianco which is a wine that I love. It's super minerally. It's from Sicily. It goes right along with our theme. And I'm going to bust out the cart, and I'm going to pull some fresh mozzarella right there in the dining room. I'm going to put it with my homemade roasted peppers. I'm going to shave a little truffle on it this time from my friends at Truffle Prestige. Um, this is going to be a – anytime I do this dish, people go nuts for it. So that's going to be great. Course number three, we're going to do a Pinot Grigio, and Francesco makes this killer shrimp with like a garlic and oil, cherry tomatoes, capers, and it's like a creamy cognac sauce. It's just going to go great. Course number four, we're going to get into the red Italian wines. we got to kick this dinner super Italian. It's going to be a Valpolicella. Now we're going to serve with this some of the fresh pasta from Tornatore, so nice fresh parpadel with a wild boar bolognese that he's going to make that I cannot wait to have this dish. Fifth course is the main course. We're going to bust out a beautiful bottle of Amarone. We're going to let these babies breathe first because, you know, you got to open that Amarone early. I want people to say, wow, these guys are pouring the big reds, and that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to go all out for this dinner. So he's going to make a braised short rib with risotto and like a saffron with a touch of marinara. This dish this is going to melt in your mouth. I can't wait. Course number six is a little Lambrusco with a Casada Siciliano dessert, which I had today. I'm going to post a picture of it. Fantastic. And who knows? Maybe we'll be giving out some limoncello, you know. Um, my blood orange cello is not going to be ready in time for this. It's marinating right now, but it'll be coming. But uh, Francesco makes a beautiful creamy limoncello, so maybe we'll give some out. We've got opera singers. It's going to be just – I want everyone to dress to impress – I'll take a lot of photos. We'll review it. And I'm actually going to have Francesco come back and be on this show because he's his story's great. He really is. And he's a stand-up guy. So, I'd love you know, we've had a bunch of other restaurant owners on here. I love to hear his journey. And uh, so look forward in a couple of weeks. I also have A.J. Haynes uh, on. Uh, we're going to have him in here. He owns Hen and Hog and his journey as well. He's been around the block. His girlfriend, Stephanie Krupp uh, from Shulala. We're going to do a joint episode with them. Looking forward to that. So we got a lot of cool stuff coming on. But without further ado, let's do a review. Now, <laughs> in the past, I have tore some Italian restaurants apart just because 
you know, I have high expectations. Denny Tornitore comes to an Italian restaurant. He wants good Italian food. Typically, I'm not going to go to an Italian restaurant, you know. But today, I went to my man Francesco's in Maitland. Now, beautiful ambience, first off, okay? You walk in, his, his staff is very friendly, and it, it, it's like going back to old world Italy. I, I love the decor. It's very beautiful inside. So what did I get today? Um, I had a caprese that was to die for. Now, caprese, caprese, you know, tomato, mozzarella, no. These tomatoes, I'm not sure where he's getting them from, but talk about juicy, delicious. And the and the mozzarella's made perfect. It was soft enough. It was, it was it was really, really nice. Came with a little spring mix and roasted peppers and a balsamic. It, it, the dish just is fresh. It was super hot out today, and this dish was just great for the, the type of day. If I didn't have to go back to work, he offered wine like 10 times, and I was like, dude, yes, but no, no. Because I really had to, I had a ton of work to do today. I just got home from work. We were slammed. But quick lunch today at Francesco's. Caprese is a no-brainer. The octopus dish, forget about it, okay? You got to have that. And then I went with a traditional, just a carbonara, right? And, uh, man, was, did they do it right there. I hate when I go to a town. <laughs> said this a million times when i go to an italian restaurant if i order a carbonara and it comes out looking like a soupy alfredo or something i get i get freaking angry i mean i shouldn't be a food snob like that but don't put cream and crap and soupiness in a freaking carbonara and this dish you gotta have a lot of pepper i love it with a lot of pepper it needs it right he did it perfect. I could taste the fat from the bacon. I could taste the pepper, the, the pecorino. This dish, the pasta was cooked perfectly, okay? Presentation was great. And I could eat, shit, a lot of this, like a slob. And I, it was excellent. Highly recommend that. His pizzas, forget about it. His pizzas are great. You got to check them out when you're there. And uh, one thing I really love about this restaurant is Francesco's got confidence in his cooking, Okay. And he has that because he knows what the hell he's doing. Now, why I bring that up is because he's got it. When I say an open kitchen, he's got an open kitchen, okay? There's no secrets. There's no hiding, okay? He's making your food. You can see him making it. His staff is professional. And I love that. I love, I, I, what I hate is when you go to a restaurant with an open kitchen and the staff don't know what the hell they're doing. And you can tell because you're a restaurant person and uh, you're just like, God, I wish there was a wall there so I don't have to see the shoemaker touching his face and doing some horrible techniques. No, Francesco runs a tight ship, and it's clean. It's professionalism at its finest. I mean, this is a guy who loves food like I do. So uh, I had a great espresso afterwards, and then that uh, Casada Siciliano, that, that cake is freaking awesome. It really reminded me of a what we used to get in New York called a pasta chotti. Or a pusty. That's what the Americans called it, a pusty. But a pasta chote is like a little pie cupcake. A little, It's like a little pie. And the shell on this, this had cannoli cream inside. So it didn't have like the pudding that a pusty had. But it was very, very similar. And I really, really loved it. And that's going to be the ending of our big dinner. So if you're in Maitland... You're looking for good Italian. Listen, I could be the freaking Joe Schmo and be like, go to Tornitores, go to Tornitores. Of course, come to Tornitores. Our food's great. But his food is 
great too. And I and I hear you. Here I am, a, a guy that owns a restaurant up the road, telling you to go to Francesco's. So check it out next time you're in the area, and definitely if forgive me if I, if you hear this episode and then call and try to get a reservation for our dinner and it's booked because it's probably going to be by the time this episode airs. So yeah, check him out for sure. Let's hear from our sponsors. If you're a restaurant owner in Florida, you need to listen to this. Tartufo Prestige is an amazing company that you need to be dealing with. Any Michelin star restaurants in Florida already use these guys. They're an Italian-based company, but they offer luxury truffles and mushrooms from around the world. Tornatores uses these guys and could not be happier. Come to Tornatores, check out that mushroom parpadel that everyone buys, or the truffle pasta. These dishes would not be possible without my friend Kevin over at Tartufo Prestige. If you want the best truffles, the best mushrooms, and the best service, give my man a call at 321-442-3040. Tell him Denny Tornator eats the world my way sent you. Yes, yes. Call those guys. Be happy with the mushrooms because they are the best. Now, what else has been going on? I went to the movie. So I'm doing this I want to be alone thing right now. So I'm doing things alone for a little while. You know, I'm getting ready to get back out there and start dating and things like that, but I'm so busy with work and I've got a really, really big deal coming up that I can't talk about, but man, I can't wait to tell you guys when it happens. So I'm, I'm pretty consumed. So I've been doing like, you know, working my butt off. If I don't have my kids, I'm going home alone and making a beautiful dinner just for myself, bottle of wine and just enjoying the, not, the, the Dolce Farniette, the, the, the sweet act of doing nothing. But, What's the point of that is I went to the movies last night by myself to watch Oppenheimer. And man, was that freaking movie good. A little long. It was three hours, I'd say. But star studded cast, amazing dialogue. And I'm a history nerd. I really am. I love history. And I love war history for some sick reason. I, I've really been interested in that my whole life. And this movie had it all. Now, the casting, man, God, it was so good. So I highly recommend seeing Oppenheimer. Uh, my kids are begging me to go see Barbie. I, I just can't. And, you know, another great, so if, you, if you're new to the show, I am a movie buff as well as a big-time foodie and traveler. So another great show that I just got done watching the first season of that was probably made a year or two ago, but the second season's about to come out. I can't wait. Winning time. The story of the Los Angeles Lakers. And season one was... And one of the actors, Jason Clark, he was actually in Oppenheimer. And he plays Jerry West in this. And goddamn, he does a good job. John C. Riley, he plays freaking Dr. Buss, the owner of the Lakers. And man, I got to tell you. So most shows that break the third wall or whatever they call it, where, where they stop doing what they're doing and look at you at, as the audience and talk... A lot of times that doesn't work. It, it makes you realize it's not real. That this is a show. And so a lot of times that backfires. But, man, I can't think of a show that does it better than this one because it really very, very creative the way they tell the story of the Lakers. It was just basically season one is about the first year they draft Magic Johnson, basically. Adrian Brody plays Pat Riley. I mean, this is a star-studded cast um jason siegel's in it. he plays paul westhead i just love the way they frigging 
tell the story because they always they include every little myth. If you're a big sports fan like me, you've heard all these stories, these these little myths, you know, and they put them into perspective of a of actuality when they show it in this show. And man, is it good! I, I really Solomon Hughes plays Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, they really got this this cast dialed in, and uh, you, you got to check this out. Because I'm super excited. The guy that plays Larry Bird, he does a fantastic job. And the guy that plays Quincy Isaiah is his name. He plays Magic Johnson. And this guy looks like Magic Johnson. He's got that Magic Johnson smile, you know. So highly recommend Winning Time. Uh, if you haven't seen it and you're a sports fan, go back. So let's do another review. And this is going to be a weird one because you're not going to be able to go check this restaurant out that I'm about to review. Why, you say? Because they're closing, okay? Now... If you remember episodes back, I had Linda Dioria on the show. She's the owner of Linda's Winter Park Diner, which opened in the 50s, and she's owned for 35 years, 35 or 36 years. And I've eaten there. God, I've ate there a million times, you know. Um, now, the point is they're closing the end of July. It's a sad, sad thing. It's not because business is bad. She's selling. She's retiring. I am so happy for her. She did it. She made it. So many people deal with this horrendous business, and they just either go out of business or get driven crazy. Now, one thing that is dying in America is the diner, the all-American diner. When I say a diner, I'm not talking about freaking Waffle House or Denny's or anything like that, all right? I'm talking about a mom-pa diner that, you know, up north a lot of Greeks have these great diners. But a diner that you can go to and get anything. You want eggs? Oh, we have eggs. You want a freaking Reuben? I'll have a Reuben. You want turkey and fun Thanksgiving dinner? They have it. You name it, they got it. That's a diner. That's a real diner. Okay. Now, Linda's Winter Park Diner, this is going to be the last week of their existence. And she's selling and riding off into the sunset. So I'm going to do it. I ate there the other day with my two children. Okay. And again, fantastic diner. So Izzy, she just, all right. So <laughs> one thing I am going to miss about this place is the bacon. They have the best bacon in Orlando. Okay. Linda's Winter Park Diner has the best bacon in Orlando. And if you never went to and Bad, you missed out because now you'll never know they're closing. Her chef, Chris, gosh, if, if all restaurants had a chef like this guy that cared about food that was so reliable, this guy ain't going to call in, okay? This guy's not going to put out a dish if it's not right. Uh. And the staff there has been there for 20, 30 years. It's amazing. Um, so Izzy got the bacon. She loves the bacon. My Leah got a friggin' giant croissant with ham, egg, and cheese on it, which is usually one of my breakfast go-tos when I go there. And she loved it, of course, and her potatoes. I'll post pictures of it. And I, as a weirdo, got a Reuben and onion rings for breakfast because I'm sick like that. And uh, Chris back there making it right. I hate when you get a Reuben and like the, the sauerkraut's like cold and the, the bread's all mushy. 
No, you got to fry it all. You got to sear everything and then kind of put it together and then make your toasted sandwich, Ruben. And uh, that's one of my favorite things there. I'm going to miss it. So they've got that old school decor that, man, I got to tell you, it's it's going to be missed. It's going to be, I, I as much as I feel so happy for her, I also feel very sad because I know that last day is going to be very, very emotional. I actually went there. Um, so that was breakfast a few days ago with my children. I went there for a quick lunch. I left the restaurant just to grab. It was Monday. The restaurant's closed. And on Monday, yeah, the restaurant might be closed, but I friggin' work all day because I got to do paperwork, got to do prep, make the desserts. So I said, you know what? This is the last week at a diner. I should go grab a burger or patty melt or something, you know, and visit with Linda for a minute. And I'm glad I did because I got to sit at the bar there. I ordered a patty mountain fries, which was to die for, which I'm going to miss. And I got to see the nostalgia of Linda trying to hold it together as one family after another went up to her and hugged her. And they were crying how they're going to miss her and the memories. I mean, she it's not just, oh, I remember you used to come here with your dad. No, I used to remember when your dad used to come here with his dad. That's the kind of place this is, okay? And they've got some customers that eat there every day for 20 years, okay? Like, what are these people going to do? It's. I'm glad I went. I'm going to try to go one more time before they close, and uh, I'm going to send a bunch of pizzas over there this week for the staff because I know this is super emotional for them. And um, I'm sad to see it go, but I'm so happy that because when she first announced it, once word got out, everyone was, oh, this is why you got to support local because they're going out of business. No, they're killing it. She's killed it for years. They're, they're doing just fine, especially now. People are getting their fix before they leave. But uh, I'm happy to see a happy ending to a long, hard road in this business. So let's wrap this episode up. And uh, I'll give you a recipe. Since we uh, brought in uh, Tartufo Prestige as a sponsor, I'd like to um, give a recipe to one of the dishes at Tornitors that I use their product. And everyone goes nuts for this dish, okay? And I don't care about sharing the recipe because... I'm friendly like that. Go ahead. Make my dish. Okay. So it's the truffle. It's not the truffle parpadel. I'm not sharing that recipe. (laughs) It is the mushroom parpadel. Okay. So the way it works is first, there's a lot of prep involved. Okay. You've got to make brown butter first. If you don't want to make brown butter, just take solid butter, cut it up, put it in a pot, bring it to a a simmer, let it all melt. And now you just got to keep an eye on it. It's going to take about 20 to 30 minutes. Okay. You'll start seeing it change color. It'll start to separate a little bit. Now there's a fine line between brown butter and burnt butter. Okay. Now you don't want to pull it too soon because it's just going to be like melted butter that you would get with a lobster. So it goes from butter that's melted to like that butter that you would get served with a lobster to brown butter. Now, some black will start falling off to the bottom of the pot. Keep an eye on it. Smell it. It's got to have that nice amber color, but when you smell it, you'll know. Get your nose right in there and smell it. You'll know that brown butter smell. So after you make your brown butter, you also have to take some pancetta and 
cube it up and saute it a little bit. Make crispy pancetta. You also have a lot of other prep to do, folks. You got to take some sage and fry it. Then you're ready to go. So brown butter first. Add some shallots. Add a little bit of that fried sage. Add your crispy pancetta. I use these amazing fire-roasted tomatoes, but you could probably use sun-dried tomatoes because you're not going to be able to get these special tomatoes I have. Saute that a little bit, okay? Then you're going to add the wild mushrooms from Truffle Prestige. They're amazing. These mushrooms are game changers. There's four different types that come every week. I get a, I get them delivered twice a week. You, you got to try these guys. But saute those mushrooms, okay? Once the mushrooms are starting to cook, Hit it with a little lemon juice. You need that citrus in there, okay? Now, you get that umami, the citrus, the creaminess of the butter, the crispiness of the pancetta. And this is a well-rounded dish. Homemade fresh parpadel, okay? Cook it two minutes, al dente. Toss it around in there. Plate it. Hit it with a little toasted pine nuts, a little more of that fried sage, a little shaved Parmigiano Reggiano, and you've got the Tornatoris mushroom parpadel dish that everyone loves. So if you don't feel like doing all that prep and all that work, just come to Tornatoris. I'll make it for you. All right, friends, we will see you next time. If you liked what you heard today, please like, comment, and subscribe for more, and go follow our Facebook page where you can see all the photos from our episodes.